This is Talking to the Dead with Janet Kubik. Hello, Janet. <laughs> Hello, Joe. <laughs> I, I tried to rush that intro because you said the instant we got going here that, oh, I'm already getting bugged. So yeah, let's not waste it. Let's not waste it. All right. Well, actually, um, to be perfectly honest, the, the energies that I'm starting to feel kind of coming in um, aren't the most pleasant. Oh. Um, yeah. They physically feel, pleasant? Like not physically pleasant? Yeah. I really feel like my energy is sort of going to a lower place. Um, they feel sort of weightier. Um, and okay, spirit's ready to go. So it looks like we're just jumping right in. Um, I think this is my guide, Myrtle. Myrtle the Greek. Myrtle the Greek, which is a beautiful plant. Everybody needs to look it up like we did. Yep. It's gorgeous. It is. Um, so she says it's the energy of the collective. She says it's the collective weight of humanity settling in at this time. She says you're all more attuned to the energy of the collective more than you would know or realize. Some of you are more consciously aware of this connection, the idea of oneness that we are all one in the same, or you are all one in the same. Um, however, this is going to be an idea or a concept that is going to really help to propel or move humanity forward, especially through this time of such significant shift. It is essential and necessary to honor each individual's journey, as we've spoken to before, but also with the greater understanding that every individual's journey is an offshoot, so to speak, or a connection to the journey of humanity itself. Keeping this in mind will also help to alleviate the need for fear and anger when one's opinions, views, perspectives are differing from your own. Look to it as though this individual is perhaps exploring another aspect of humanity, another aspect or element of this existence, and therefore their perspective is unique and very much needed or necessary to gather the information needed to create a whole or more entire picture. If we can approach it, or you can approach it, my friends, with this perspective, then perhaps some of the anger, some of the resentment, some of the fear and frustration we feel when others' opinions, perspectives, ideas do not line up with our own can subside. We can relax into the comfort of individuality and uniqueness. It is not to say that we will always agree or that we are meant to engage with the actions, interpretations, or opinions of others, but it allows us the opportunity to become merely an observer of those energies, as opposed to fully engaging in them with a respect and understanding that that individual is perhaps simply doing their job to gather the information necessary to collect the energetic imprints that are needed for us to understand the existence and the workings of the existence, then again, perhaps the need for judgment, anger, fear, resentment will all be able to subside. <laughs> and then she kind of laughs and she says, wow, my friends, I came out of the gates running today. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> That's so cute. She really just dove in. I was literally, I mean, as we've talked about a bit before in the, in the first season, I am able to consciously still have my own thoughts as Janet, of course, while I'm channeling. And it's funny because that's one of the things I was thinking. So it's sort of like two things happening at once. I'm hearing her, I'm allowing her to speak through me, but at the same time, I'm also sort of, you know, taking notes of, on the situation or, or engaging in my own perception of the situation. And I was literally thinking that I was like, wow. I mean, we literally just said go and she went with it and, uh, and brought forward this um, pretty, pretty important and profound message right off the top. <laughs> cool. Any comments, Joe, on what she said? So it's basically saying you may disagree with others, but if you just try to remember that they're on their journey and maybe approach it with that in mind, we might bring a little more kindness into the world kind of thing. I'm paraphrasing it, obviously. Um, but how do we, I, I just find it difficult when it impacts you directly, right? To deal with that. Mm -hmm. I know she's probably going to say, well, it's just your ego, right? But um, I mean, I could give you a thousand different examples. You know what I'm saying, yeah. right? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. And as you were talking, the first um, word she sort of brought forward was opportunity. And again, this is, and I feel like what they're bringing forward is all of these ideas as to how we can and maybe are in need of shifting the way we look at the world, how we look at our existence here, how we function as human beings. Um, Oh, and I'm getting distracted, so we'll see if I'm able to carry on or if she's going to interject once again. She's, so she's coming forward and she says, indeed, my friend, she says, you may feel that there is a sense of repetitiveness when there is also a sense of urgency in that these are the rememberings, these are the remembrances that are necessary in helping to propel the species through this intense and dramatic energetic shift that is transpiring at this time. We are calling your attention to these ideas, to these concepts, so that you will hear them and not only hear them, but be able to apply them to the way that you live in the human existence. She says, yes, you mentioned ego and our egos, as much as they may feel or seem to be deterrents for us or deterring us from opportunities she says, ultimately, they are intended to protect us. She says, this is a whole nother um, idea that can be explored further at another time. But what she wants to bring forward is a response to what you were saying, Joe, is the idea that when someone opposes us directly, it is more of an opportunity. She says, if one is opposing you and it is causing you to feel, to feel discomfort of any kind. It is an indication that there is an energy or a wound or an issue perhaps within your own being that is in need of attention. For if you were living from a healthy or healed soul, then you would have the ability with ease and kindness to allow another to express their interpretation, their feelings, without being personally offended. 
or even affect it. So when someone is to bring something forward that causes us to become activated within our own beings, causes those lower vibrational energies to rise, triggers, you might say, anger, resentment, frustration, that is clearly an indication of something that exists within your own personal field that is calling your attention to be addressed and healed. And she says, I hope that I have spoken this clearly as it truly is an essential part of the healing process, which the earth itself and all of its inhabitants are currently in the stages of processing. Okay, pause. Um, and I'm just going to say that I... I mean, from what she's saying, I have personally addressed this about a thousand and one times, it feels like, <laughs> <laughs> um, over the last few years, as I've gone through like this soul awakening or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it's hard. It's a really hard concept to grasp because we do feel it in a negative way. And that makes us want to project that negativity onto the person who we feel is causing it. But it's almost like rejigging your thinking to look at that person or that situation as a catalyst. This person is bringing forward a catalyst for me to see within myself where I'm wounded or hurting or where there's from more of an energetic interpretation where there's denser energy or lower energies that are in need of being shifted out or released or wounds that need stitching and healing, you know? Um, but that really is, is a challenging thing to do because I think we've become so conditioned to blame other people and to look to other people as the cause of our ills. Um, and it's not to say that they're not necessarily causing us ill, but the power that we have, the control over our lives that we do have is how we react to the circumstances we are given. Um, and really that becomes about ownership and that becomes about each of us being responsible for doing the work. And I think she said, I'm not even sure for sure, but I feel like she said, maybe even in this episode or another, that it doesn't mean we're meant to necessarily agree with them or even want to engage with them or be around them. I mean, if somebody's hurting you, it doesn't mean that you're just supposed to maybe hang with them or continue to let them hurt you. But it's like that, that saying, you know, true forgiveness is more for the person forgiving the other person. Right. It's, Right? It's about yeah. us relieving our own selves of the burden and, and maybe distancing ourselves from them or letting them go in a way if, if need be. Um, but instead of doing it with resentment and judgment and blame and anger towards that person, we can do it by saying, I don't agree with what you're doing, what you're saying, how you're perceiving this, but I'm going to, oh, I'm... <laughs> Just as I'm trying to finish a thought, <laughs> sorry, distracted. Um, let me see if I can finish what I was trying to say. 
um, I'm going to take what you've presented in this situation and I'm going to look at it from my end and I'm going to work on it from my end. Um, right. Yeah. And then I think we just have to kind of hope <laughs> that the other person will do that work too. And if they don't, that's not really up to us. We can't control that. Um, but what we can control is if we do the work for our own selves. Sure. Yeah, it makes sense. Easier said than done, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll give you a hypothetical. Yeah. Let's say that um, this is a terrible example, but let's just say there was an assault, right? Mm -hmm. So let's say a physical assault, um, sexual or not sexual in nature, whatever. And like to forgive that person's difficult. I know, I know someone who was like right out of a, a Hollywood movie, like um, she was raped, right? Not yeah. like one of these things where, oh, it was a relative or, or a, you know, a camp counselor or whatever. It was, this was like she was going to her car and she got attacked from behind. By a stranger. By a stranger. Just okay. like out of a movie kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, she said, oh, I, I've forgiven them, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's big of her to be able to do that, right? Yeah, I mean, this is really such a, a weighty, weighty topic. And it, again, it does require us to step back and engage in that really bigger picture perspective of things. But I think sort of the maybe the bottom line for now in regards to this conversation would be that she, by forgiving, was releasing her own self of the burden. So it wasn't that maybe she, and I don't want to speak for her, but maybe it's that she didn't accept what that person did. She's not a, in alignment with what that person did as, as a moral or good or positive thing to do by any means. Um, no, not, not at all. She's actually right? started writing about it to help others, which is sort of, that's, I guess that's the positive element in there. Right. But no, yeah, she, of course, would not uh, agree that, that it, she, she's not saying it's okay. She's just yes. saying in her heart, it's a non-issue anymore. She doesn't think about it, she doesn't dwell on it, um, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So she's found a, a way to heal her own wounds. Um, that's one of those situations where circumstances happen. We can't control always circumstances but she's found that way to take the circumstances that have been brought forward for her and to find a, a way by in working and looking inwards to, to find healing, which creates greater peace for her. Right. Again, right. that's a really, um, it's another one of those really, really big picture questions. Um, there's so much ill in the world. And to think that there's reason for it is, is almost unfathomable. Um, I have done some channeling on that um, and maybe I can find some of it and um, we can share some of that at some point. But again, it really is um, a concept that takes a lot of um, effort to sort of consciously connect with. Um, that being said, I feel as though we are slightly shifting gears here. The energy is sort of changing. 
um, almost maybe on a bit of a lighter note, <laughs> um, the concept she says is still the same, but she says at this time, what we were, what we are asking of humanity is not to fully understand or embrace the workings of the world as it is daunting and overwhelming, especially given the mindset of so many in the existence at this time. These concepts, due to their experience, due to the experience of humanity, seem very far-fetched. They seem very out there, so to speak. And so trying to amalgamate them into your understanding and, and into your being is a challenge indeed. And she says, so baby steps is perhaps um, a more effective or effective approach at this time. So she talks about baby steps. Like I think the, and we've talked so many times on this podcast slash YouTube show about individuality. I guess yeah. it's <clears throat> up to the individual to make which, whichever strides are possible for them. Mm -hmm. And it's not as though we're all going to end up in the same place at the same time. We're not all going to travel through the process of healing or the process of awakening or understanding or whatever you want to call it. We're not going to do it all at the same time. And we're not intended to. Um, so she sort of says these are concepts and ideas. And again, she uses the word remembrances or rememberings. Um, of the, the ways that this existence can function, is intended to function, that will ultimately lead and cause, lead to and cause greater ease of experience. She says, humanity has truthfully been through so much, traversing the lower vibrational energies, which truthfully exist only in your dimension. <laughs> that sucks for us <laughs> I was like why are you laughing at that <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, it's terrible yeah. it's terrible it's terrible it's only hard. you guys have it right? it's hard it's hard to think and it's so funny because it does line up with some of the work that I've been doing personally even in the last few days just feeling almost a sense of anger like why does it have to be so hard to be here why is grief so painful? Why do we have to live through these painful experiences? Um, and I think what was coming to me just recently is the idea that this for me personally is a, a part of that healing phase where we are allowed and in fact need to get angry um, because it is, it is part of the healing process is taking that opportunity to be angry. I mean, emotions are here for a reason and they help to move the energies through us. And emotions are energetic movers, is what I hear. Oh, that reminds me of a show my kids used to watch called Imagination Movers. That's totally an aside. But anyway, <laughs> um, it's, they're, they're essential and they're essential of part of, the pro uh, part of the process of the healing process. Um, she says it's how you choose to manage that anger um, to do it without necessarily taking action um, or taking action, but action that does not necessarily um, assert itself, she says, onto others. Hence the idea and the understanding, again, 
or this sort of camaraderie idea of being a collective um, and that everybody's sort of rowing their own boat, so to speak, um, and you dumping water from your sinking ship into that of another is only going to take everyone down. Um, so it's about moving the water, taking the bucket and, and pulling the water out of your own canoe or your own boat and dumping it back into the ocean because the ocean is what supports you all. Oh, that's a really cool analogy. I've never yeah. looked at it that way. Yeah, it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, really cool. Um, I'm just going to see if she has anything else to offer. She's gone kind of quiet. Was there something else, Joe, that you wanted to interject with? No, not really. I mean, <laughs> we've talked certainly offline, you and I, and I know some other people that I follow online um, have talked about you know, if you do have a, uh, I'm going to call it a, with the air quotes, a bad emotion, right? Mm -hmm. um, instead of burying it or acting out on it, um, probably the, the best solution is to feel it and then try mm -hmm. and understand why it's there and try and get to the root of it instead of acting out, lashing out on it. Any of the, either of the extremes, lashing out on it or suppressing it are bad bottling it up right yeah i mean that that's the understanding that i've come to again through my ex own personal experience um it's the idea that being human is not about striving to be perfect it's not about ignoring the negative or lower vibrational energies in order to just constantly be living in a high vibrational state or a positive state um, it's about utilizing tools that we have and one of those tools is emotions or our emotions. And they are what helps to move energy. So again, we're back to this sort of energetic perspective. Um, so if we're accumulating these energies into our being, then emotions are a tool for moving and shifting and changing those energies. Um, so if we are too busy striving to be perfect or too nice or... Um, too good all the time, then we're just bottling up all of these energies and they're becoming dense and weighty and suppressed within our being. So emotions, feeling anger, um, allows those energies to move through us and to be released. Crying, being sorrowful, um, experiencing all of that allows those energies to move through us and then we become less weighted. Then there's the whole idea of like attract uh, like attracts like so if you've accumulated all of this dense negative lower vibrational energy which you're not allowing to leave your being you're just maybe going to keep attracting more of it um so if we can move it through ourselves then we can allow for room for the higher vibrational more positive energies to have somewhere to anchor into us but I think, yeah, part of the part of that is is how we manage the anger is kind of a way I like to think about it. And, and I think what you're talking about is it's not about one or extreme or sorry, one extreme or the other. If we can have a greater understanding for others, I think we'll be less likely to lash out, to take it out on other people because we'll have a better understanding 
of what they're experiencing or what they're going through or the validity of their experience, even though it's hard to take sometimes um, because you don't agree with it or understand it. Um, So I think it's all kind of all of these things that they're bringing forward are very, very intertwined or um, they're interconnected, but it all feels like guidance on, on how to kind of shift out of what we've been sort of stuck in for so long um, and move into a, a hopefully <laughs> a more easeful, graceful, peaceful way of living here in this place. Less weight here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to entitle this uh, podcast Instant Weight Loss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It'll definitely catch people's attention. Yeah, well, yeah, it does, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, and sorry, anything else? Yeah, she's just kind of jumping back in again. And she says, I know my friends. She says, I know it feels as though we are coming forward with very much to say at this time. Um, and a lot of asks, so to speak, a lot of um, requests of you at this time and she says just know that however you absorb them however you take them into your being however you choose to utilize them moving forward is how it is meant to be there is no pressure to get it right there is no oh can't quite get the word there is no something in getting it wrong what is the word the, the ill, there's no ills kind of a thing. I can't quite get it. But um, basically, you're not right. There's no right or wrong. They're just bringing the information forward. And however you amalgamate it into your being, whenever you amalgamate it into your being, is simply a part of or a reflection of your journey. They're just simply thankful for the opportunity to so clearly bring forward what I have been referring to, what I, Janet, have recently been referring to as spirit's point of view. Um, Funny to me because it's their sort of opinion or their interpretation that they're sharing, but also point of view in that it's their sort of literal perspective. They see things from a different, um, what's the word, viewpoint um, than we do. Um, so she says, move forward with ease, my friends, and know that indeed you are experiencing a phase of grief, grief for the turmoils and the tragedies that you as walking souls have endured through the exploration of the human experience. Simply know that as you move forward through the process of healing, that things indeed will, sorry, I have to pause for a second. I'm getting a seriously intense, sharp pain in my head. So I just need to track that energy for a second. She's saying it's the intensity of the um, number or amount of spirit that are stepping forward at this time to support this message. Sorry, I've got to kind of shift around because I can feel the pressure. My ears are actually popping now because of the intensity of the energetic pressure that I'm feeling. I'm just going to give it a second. She says, just know that we are walking with you. 
and just know that indeed you are moving in a more beneficial direction than has been experienced in the past. Although what has transpired has been so for reason. In love and light, my friends. Amen. Okay, and I can literally feel the energy clearing as like that dense pressure that I was feeling is starting to kind of dissipate and step back. Breathe, breathe. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. That was a bit intense. <clears throat> Anything to add from Janet? Um, not entirely sure what was said in that last sort of little section there. Um, so I think I'm just going to have to leave it with whatever Myrtle said. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. leave it with her because yeah, again, I'll have to rewatch and, um, and sort of take in what she's talking about. I, and I think one of us needs to lie down now. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea <laughs> okay uh thanks to everyone who participated myrtle janet and thanks to everyone for listening or watching and um i'm going to just ask them to rate review subscribe it does make a difference in terms of promoting the youtube show slash podcast and share this with anybody that you think might be interested in this type of message and visit JanetCubic.com. Sign up for our email list and we will send you infrequent emails. Usually one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the day that we send the podcast out and then just sort of random other things uh, that you'd like to know along the way. So thank you, Janet. All right. Thank you. And we'll see you again soon. Uh -huh.